Song number one is called On Wenlock Edge. The poem tells the story of a blustery gale blowing on Wenlock Edge, which is a limestone cliff edge, so quite a treacherous and scary thing. And we can hear the dangerous weather when we listen to the opening bars. What's going on there? Well, there's a lot, so get rid of your pencils. We've got an agitated tremolo figure on the strings, which is doubled by the right-hand piano. This features parallel chords in first inversion, and there's a hint of the whole tone scale in bar two. The left-hand piano further complicates things by dividing the beat into sextuplets and triplets. There are some cross rhythms in bar three, though, when the left hand has straight semiquavers against the sextuplets in the right. So you've got cross rhythms. We also have some false relations between the strings. So if you look at bar three, you'll see that there's a D natural in the second violin and a D flat in the cello. That's called a false relation. The harmony here is avoiding a key. So the first beat is an E flat chord, but then unusually we go to A flat minor. And there's that whole tone movement in bar two. Then in bar four, it starts to seem as if we're heading towards G major, or if we're in G major, especially when the voice enters a bit later on. But the harmony here is actually modal, and it is based on a pentatonic scale. The notes of the pentatonic scale are on the screen, G, A, C, D, and F. So that's a huge amount of stuff in the first few bars. Vaughan Williams uses all of these ideas to portray the subject matter, which is a scary storm on a cliff edge. And much of this music is similar to what his friend and his teacher Ravel was doing over in France. Now, Ravel was an impressionist composer. Vaughan Williams was not an impressionist composer, but this opening features impressionist ideas. I might just say impressionist one more time, because that's one of those buzzy words that might just come up on your exam. Impressionist. So next, at bar six, the voice enters and sings verse one. Let's hear it. also uses the notes of that pentatonic scale that I outlined earlier and it's doubled at first by the left hand piano and the cello. The right hand of the piano has an ostinato, a repeating pattern, that outlines the pentatonic scale and there are short bursts of sound effects that match the stormy topic. So if you look at cello at bar eight you'll see a cello chord and the first violin's upward surge of octaves. That's telling us more about the storm. In bar 11 the melody becomes stuck on one pitch and this gives the words extra emphasis. So underneath the word gale there's a dissonance created from an A flat in the left hand piano and the cello against a G in the right hand. Bar 13 has the highest pitch so far and this is the climax of the verse top G 
After this, the harmony and the vocal line fall down chromatically. Halfway through bar 16, we have a repeat of the stormy instrumental introduction, and then verse 2 follows at bar 22. This is a modified repeat of verse 1. It's almost exactly the same material. At bar 31, we have some new material. So the piano, turn the page. The piano has rapid hemi, demi, semi, quaver arpeggios. The strings have trills, and this provides a little link to verse three, which starts at bar 34. Verse three is different to what we've heard so far. The text is darker, and so the vocal line reflects this by becoming stuck on repeated pitches or moving around chromatically. The accompaniment is made up from long trills and chromatic slips that are sometimes in unison at the same time as the voice and sometimes answer the voice's phrases. So let's listen to verse three in full. So there are some examples of word painting here. Word painting is the term for when the musical material reflects the text of the song. Word painting. Have a look at Heaving Hill in bar 37. The words feature, the, sorry, the music underneath features a heaving chromatic line that literally goes up and down like a little hill. Now that is quite an important idea later on. So let's hear it in isolation. is word painting, that literally is a heaving hill in music. The words hurt him in bar 41 are placed on high, agitated pitches and doubled by the violin. There's also chromatic movement, that's more word painting. Verse four is a modified repeat of verse three, so we've got the trills, the piano rolls and the chromatic slips. It runs from 43 to 55. Look carefully at bar 51 and you'll see that the instrumentation and the texture is reduced down to just piano and cello, and the cello is playing quite high in its range and using the tenor clef. It also features a lot of chromatic movement. 